Hello and welcome to the Blue Collar Business Podcast. On this show, we talk about the highs and the lows of the reality of being in a hard business and how you might overcome and improve. And now, your host, Bryson Turner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Blue Collar Business Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me uh, this week, this podcast episode. Uh, They've been fairly inconsistent, so I don't even know if I can say this week. Uh, I think my view on the podcast uh, consistency, or uh, I I think that's, I can't think of a better term for it right now. I know there's a better term, but I can't think of a better one for it. I think in terms of that, I'm doing podcasts when either I feel like it or when I feel like it's been too long. And I think that not upholding to a specific routine regiment, uh, while it will hurt the growth of the podcast, I think that that's going to help me not get burnt out from doing it. Because that's one of my worst fears is just getting burnt out from doing the podcast. Um, and if I get burnt out from doing the podcast, then obviously I'm going to upload zero episodes. So I'm, I'm going to try not to go like a month without doing an episode, but I also am not going to upload uh, them like every two weeks. And so I guess that's kind of where I'm at as far as the upload rate goes for the podcast. I'm just kind of doing when I either I have a talk, topic to talk about, which in the next couple of months, it's going to be kind of hard to find a topic to talk about. I might try to find some people to interview, that kind of stuff, because uh, without uh, actually doing business, it's kind of hard to find topics to talk about um, that come just top of mind that are actually relevant to people right now. You could talk about leaves and stuff like that, like leaves and what you should do with leaves, what you should charge for leaves, uh, methods of picking up leaves. Uh, and that's a great thing to talk about right now. But in January, uh, either you're talking about picking up leaves in a couple months or you're talking about leaves picking up leaves a couple months ago. So really, there's nothing else to really talk about other than snow, um, people doing Christmas lights, that that kind of thing. So uh, this will be probably one of the last as far like as episodes of this year as far as uh, the this is what I did this week as far as business goes because um, after that I'm not really going to have a whole lot else. So I've talked pretty extensively in previous episodes about uh, the whole trailer situation and how I was trying to get a trailer and then somebody told me they'd sell me a trailer a dealer or a, uh, a rental place told me they'd sell me a trailer and then they went back and they didn't want to sell me that trailer and whole ordeal. Go listen to the last couple episodes. Um, that covered that. So, and then I was going to have to drive like four and a half hours away uh, to go get a trailer. And thankfully, uh, somehow, by the grace of God, I was just scrolling through next door one day on like the for sale page. Uh, I loved scrolling through that and Facebook Marketplace was like the two best places to scroll through. Um, and I just saw this random, it was like this couple tools for sale, whatever, but you only see the front picture. And it was like, there was a, I don't know, it wasn't even lawn care related, uh, a couple tools for sale, but I, I, I opened that up, I was like, hey, what's that? And then I saw there's a second picture, and I scroll over to the second picture, and there's this uh, five by 10 is the trailer I got, and then it has like four foot sides, and so there's um, kind of like that thick mesh, uh, not, like, not like a chain link fence, but like the same pattern, but like the thicker material, you obviously know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's like a high-sided mesh uh, trailer, and it's five by... 10. Um, I've done the math and with the giant trash bags, I can fit like 40 fully inflated, I guess like fully inflated with leaves, uh, trash bags on this trailer without like even going over the top, especially if I have them ratchet strapped down, I can fit 40 bags on there, which is fantastic. Uh, especially I'll talk about more in a second, but if, especially if you can, uh, get those all chopped up and stuff like that. And so what I've been doing recently with 
um, the leaf cleanups because I've just we're obviously in the middle of leaf cleanup season. Uh, this week is probably going to be the last. If this week, if not next week, will be the last uh, weekend of, or I guess not week, the weekend, not weekend, the week, the last week of leaf cleanup season. I can't really speak right now. Um, but it'll be the last week of leaf cleanup season just because we're going to start getting more and more snow. We've already had uh, three snow events, only one that's stuck, and it's supposed to snow It's supposed to snow and stick tomorrow night and uh, the next morning on Friday morning, which is when I'm, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. So it's supposed to snow Thursday evening and Friday morning, and it's supposed to stick uh, two to four inches-ish. And so hopefully we'll get a good snow removal event out of that one. But after that, it's going to start snowing somewhat consistently, and those leads are going to start dropping off. I still might get some here and there, um, and I'll definitely take those and try to do them, I guess, when it's dry, because some of the reason, yeah, I even did this one one this morning, and um, it was there was still snow on the ground. It's a north-facing house, which means it doesn't get sun as much, but so there was, snow, so there was still like snow and ice all over the yard, and the leaves were wet, and it was significantly harder uh, to clean up. We'll talk more about that property um, later in the to- in the episode as the actual topic. Um, but yeah, so I've been just mowing up the leaves. I just blow everything from all the flower beds, all the driveways, all whatever, everything onto just the grass patches. And then I just go over it with the mower. Uh, typically, it just depends on the amount of leaves. Typically, two to three, sometimes four times. And on the last time, so that uh, like if I, I'll usually, if there's like hardly any leaves, don't even have to uh, rake them up. I'll just go over it once. Uh, I just let the mower bag uh, fill up, basically. And this is just with a, a typical 21, 22-inch push mower um, of the Toro 22 that we use. And you just chop them up. And then the next time around, you come and you bag them all up. So that way, they're already chopped super-duper finely. Um, if you have super fine leaves already, that's not necessarily always necessary. But if you have these big, thin, like, crunchy leaves... Because uh, I know down in Florida, we had, like, these thin oak leaves that you didn't even really need to chop them up. They were kind of already small enough size that they were going to be basically at their max compactability. But up here, we have, like, a variety of different small... Like, not small, like, medium-sized, crunchy leaves... <clears throat> that if chopped up can be compressed into like a small tiny fraction of what the actual space they take a bit they take up um if they're not chopped up so we we mow over them chop them up then mow over them again if we have a ton of leaves like i did one last one or two last week where we had this big yard section and we had like i mean th- this entire thousand square feet of lawn was covered in probably eight inches to a foot of leaves after we blew everything on there um on average and we blew we mowed those up and some of the some of the tidbits get so small that they end up just getting worked into the ground which is actually not bad for the grass it'll release a lot of nitrogen and that uh things of that likeness uh, as they break down so it's actually pretty good it's kind of a natural fertilizer for the grass really people when they're getting a leaf cleanup are going for i want my green lawn again or i want my clear lawn again because obviously leaves uh, don't look great just when they're all scattered over the lawn over the driveways all over beds and whatnot so people want uh, the nice yards. And so once you mown over these and then you mow over them again, you pick up the leaves, there's still going to be a good bit of leaves still underneath that grass layer, uh, but they're not necessary to take up because they'll release, they're good for the grass and you can't really see them anymore. So we're, I was able to fit like a thousand square feet at like half a foot to a foot, uh, depending on where you are in the yard. And I was able to chop that up into like two 
two two or three bags. I think it was two. Um, just because, again, some of it goes below the grass, and then a good bit of it will actually be sucked up. But because they're so condensed, these bags end up weighing like 40 pounds, but they are super-duper-duper duper packed of... You also get grass clippings as well, but typically the lawns are fairly well mowed um, at the end of the season, or they haven't grown very much. So that's typically what we do, and that's a pretty standard practice. Uh, again, it's been super nice with this trailer because it's kind of weird how things work out of you do, I did these jobs and I would get, because there were some parts where we couldn't bag up there, we couldn't uh, mow up the leaves because it's just too far away from the grass. We just gather them on the driveway or whatever. And you just end up scooping those up with the raker um, with a, one of those big snow shovels you can use too. And so we weren't able to chop up some of them. So I ended up getting between two leaf cleanups, like, I think there was... Tw- Nine, eighteen. There's probably 25 bags between these two leaf cleanups because uh, most of them we were able to chop up, but uh, the mowers, I was getting to this point, the mowers actually broke. Uh, like my, my main mower, I had it on the trailer and somehow, this isn't a huge deal, I can just fix it. Um, the I forget what it's called, but basically the lever that you have to pull down and attach to like the part you push on the mower so that you can start it, and if you let go, it stops. I don't know what that's called. I can't remember. I knew what it was called when I ordered it, because but I can't remember anymore. So that basically fell off, and I can't find it. So I think it may have just like fallen off on the road. Um, and then I went and got the other mower that I started out on, and hasn't been used in so long. It's kind of just like a last-ditch backup mower. Um, and it had been used before I even got it, and then I used it for an entire season, and it's just a regular uh, residential Toro, one of the older ones. And basically, it would start but it would never get up to full RPMs. It would kind of just be like... And so it would never get up to that full um, max rotation. And so whenever I'd put it over the leaves, it would get super bogged down. So I basically went from two mowers to zero mowers in a matter of 10 minutes. Um, So that was not ideal. Uh, So basically, we just had to scoop up the rest of the leaves. So 25 bags um, normally would be a huge problem because 25 bags would not fit my trailer by any means. Even if you can compress them, even if you ratchet strap it down, I could probably, I, it would still take me two loads easily to go to the dump, but instead I can just take this trailer around and I just load up and I can fill the entire trailer up and I'll probably, I, I have to fit the mower and the stuff in the back. So 25 to 30 is kind of maxing out where I can be as far as the stuff, like with the have, still having the mower and what on, on there. Um, so I just took those 25, 30 bags to the dump, and instead of making two or three dump runs, I'm only making one. And it's also cheaper because, uh, as, as people know, the way that weight works at most dumps is uh, the it, it exponentially goes down per pound. So if you're dumping five pounds, it might be 30 bucks is like the minimum, but if you're dumping a ton, it might be uh, like, I don't know, 130 bucks. So even though you're dumping way more, uh, you're not dumping, you're not, I guess, paying anywhere near the uh, price per pound that you would if it's lighter. So instead of taking two trips at a more expensive uh, rate, you can take one trip at a less expensive rate. Um, and so that obviously just saving money all around. So the trailer, it was 900 bucks and it's, uh, it's a 2003, which is a very old, uh, as far as trailers go, I feel like, but it's, it was very well taken care of. And so everything is still, it has new tires on it. Um, so everything's still doing well. The only thing that, uh, I've seen is the left, I think, uh, light needs a new light and it needs to be re, I guess, grounded because, uh, around where the grounding is, it's rusted a little bit and it's causing the left blinker to not work on the trailer. And then when you like the, 
I guess, platform for whenever you put the trailer, like when you disconnect the trailer from the truck and you put the trailer down, you wind it down or whatever, the part that makes contact with the ground, typically there's like a rectangular platform that's attached to the tube, basically that goes up and down, retracts and um, comes out to meet the ground. But basically that, I think that plate or whatever fell off somewhere. And so basically it's just that tube making contact with the ground. Not a huge deal, but just as far as stability goes, I'll probably want to buy a plate for that and figure out some way to connect it. Um, really, other than that, there's been no problems with the trailer. Um, I've, I've used it for, let's see, two weeks now. Um, or probably, probably, maybe, may, it may, may even have been just like a week and a half, maybe even a week as far as, yeah, it's been a week, a week and one day from when I picked it up. And I've already done six or seven leaf cleanups with it. So it's been pretty, it's been pretty good. I used it today. Um, but yeah, as far as the, the mowers going, that's kind of been annoying. Um, with just them breaking uh, both in one day. So I have parts ordered for the first one. And the second one, it's on its last leg anyway. I'll probably buy a different mower uh, next year as well to take care of those leaf cut-ups even more. And then we'll have uh, one superb one and then one that's doing pretty good. So that's the one I use for mowing this year. Um, so getting into the topic uh, for today, I know that was kind of a long update. We're at 13 minutes there. Uh, but that's, I just had... <laughs> had stuff to talk about now that I've actually had business. It was weird. Uh, I think I talked about this in previous episodes, but it's it's been weird like getting a demand of customer, like a lot of demand right now for leaf cleanups. And I even got it for aerations and whatnot. Um, and it's it was weird because for so long when I lived here, I've only lived here for five months or whatever, but like for the majority of that time, I was feeling like, oh man, I can't get any customers because I wasn't here in the spring when everybody was looking for mowing. And so I wasn't able to lock down any of those customers. So really the only customers that I was getting were people that were moving and like needed their yard to be kept up for pictures or like showings or I had two people that moved here um, one person had I lived here just like I, got, I just got a random out of the blue request and then one was like an acreage mow and so that was really covered all my mows um, and so it was weird because I was just I mean I, I passed on door hangers I put out yard signs uh, like on corners and boulevards and even in my current customers properties I put out all these things and I advertised like crazy online and I just, I could not seem to get any leads. I don't feel like any, I don't think any leads came from physical advertisements. I think all of them came from either next door or maybe Facebook and word of mouth. Um, but I mean, everything I've gotten this year has basically been from next door. So I'll, next year, um, I'll have, um, a website and a lot more, I guess, professionalism, as far as representation on the internet goes, I'll have a lot more of that just through what I'm doing this next year. Um, but I kind of forgot where I was going with that. Um, yes. Oh yeah. I remember it now. So I wasn't here for those things. So I couldn't get those customers. And so because I couldn't get those customers, I had no work. And so that's when I started working for Blackhawk or whatever, like the other company that I, I worked for regretfully now. Um, but I, I did learn a lot of stuff. So it's, it wasn't too much of a regret because I did work, uh, learn a lot of stuff. So now, it's weird because I am getting all these customers that I didn't need to be like the customers I'm getting now have zero idea that I got here midway through the summer. Zero idea because they're not looking for spring services that I wasn't around for. They're looking for, well, we already did our aeration route, but they're looking for aeration and then they're currently looking for leaf cleanups and I'm picking up all these customers that will likely end up being mowing customers um, or recurring customers and project customers next year. Even the big 10K job I did, she has no idea that this is my first year here, my first couple months here. She thinks I've been around for a long time um, because first of all, I've been able to build up my 
uh, I guess, social media recommendations pretty quickly here. So that's been nice. Um, but I guess there, there's there's the, the catch-up. Um, the topic for today, and it's something that I was going through this morning, um, I think that I realized, I mean, I've always known that like I need to do it, but I've never really had a customer where it's this has been a problem. Um, and I, I could probably word this better, but when I was writing down, I have like one note for this, and it's just the, the title of the what I want my topic to be about. Probably could have worded it better, but here it is. Uh, making sure you're charging for the time the customer's actually taking. And so... I guess the way the thing I'm talking about is obviously you're charging for when you're on the property and whatnot, uh, but we need to make sure we're charging for uh, the time that we're not on the property. And I don't mean driving to the property, whatever. I mean the communication time. Um, and for instance, this one customer, and I'll get to a different part of that as well. Uh, for this this one customer, um, she just contacts me all the time and she's one of those people that if she she doesn't make well she the times that she does make phone calls she'll call you and then we'll get off the phone after a question she'll call you back two minutes later with a different question call you back two minutes later with a different question um so she's that customer or she's the one where if she texts you and you're out in the field and you're mowing or whatever by the time you finish that mowing 10 minutes later she's texted you three or four times and not like these little two word texts like not paragraphs, but like a couple, like four or five, six lines of messages. Um, also, yesterday, I was having a, con- a conversation with her via email, but she was also texting me at the same time. So we were having like two different conversations, and she was like, she couldn't, she had to buy a new car, and so she wasn't sure which one she wanted to go with, just the leaf cleanup or the leaf cleanup and the cutback of the shrubs. And she just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And at one point, she was literally telling me she wanted one of the options, because obviously, the, just the leaf cleanup is cheaper. She was telling me she wanted just the leaf cleanup on text but also telling me she wanted both of them via email and then like hey can i pay half and half or whatever so through the course of probably an hour yesterday she sent me 18 text messages and 13 emails that's over 30 i guess con like 30 questions basically 30 things that needed a reply it wasn't like hey just to let you know this hey uh could you do this when you a lot of it was hey can you do this when you come by but it wasn't basically like a hey just so you know whatever 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 it was 31 things that like warranted a reply so i had to write i, I didn't reply to every single one at some point i just started thumbs upping at messages and whatever um or ignoring emails but it it required 31 times of me picking up my phone reading the things, deciding whether to make a message back, having to actually type messages back to half of them, because a lot of them were individual questions. And that took a lot of my time. That took, like, I was trying to do invoices and estimates and stuff like that. And that made the invoice and estimate process take way longer, because I was every three seconds getting off with this customer or whatever. Uh, And I think what I, the solution for that, I, actually, I know what the solution is for that. You have to make sure you're actually charging them accordingly. So if you have this customer, you kind of have to bake into your price because like the customer is going to spend a certain amount of money with you per year, right? So let's call it, if they have mowing, like aeration, fertilization, whatever, let's call it 3,500 bucks that your customer spends with you a year. That might be way over the number. That might be way under the number that you're at, but let's just call it 3,500 bucks. But if your customer every couple of weeks is contacting you and having one of the, one of those conversations, you are spending way more of your actual time, effort, energy, et cetera, whatever you have, uh, whatever have you. And you're taking that and you're spending all that. You're spending all that time on them and you're, you're not charging them for it. So I, th- I would say uh, if there's certain customers that are going to take up more of your time, you have to bake that into the price. So if there's a mowing quote, 
whatever, right? If they, or say like you have, you're just mowing for them this year, and then the next year they're going to ask for aeration and overseeding and whatever. And aeration and overseeding and fertilization, whatever, those are things that could, uh, very easily a ton of questions can be asked about. By the way, those 31 messages were about a leaf cleanup, possibly the most simple service other than like mowing. You pick up the leaves and you take them away, and that's that. That's that's all there was. And there was 31 messages just from her end, not counting the ones that I sent back. And so if I'm just mowing for her, just for this instance, I'm doing snow and uh, I did a leaf cleanup for her this year and I'm doing stone removal. And next year she dropped, she's dropping her other company and switching over to me. Uh, we'll see how long she lasts with me because there might be a point where I end up dropping her if this crazy amount of communication goes on. And I understand like that's part of customer service, right? And she's always, she always has high prices for us about uh, our customer service quality. Um, but there's a certain point where she contacts me so much where it's like I would have to I might just keep raising the prices to the point where she drops us because she goes oh this price isn't really worth it anymore because if she's going to continue to contact us so much the prices are going to have to go up and up and up and up and up until it's actually worth our time to be messaging her with or messaging with her for like 30 minutes to an hour a week it's not always that extreme right like I might not hear with back from her for five weeks but then when I do especially during the mowing season, there's going to be, and this lady also, we were doing a quote, she wanted to actually meet in person, typically we just do them, we just drive by, uh, get hop out, take some pictures, whatever, and get on our way, she wanted to meet for the quote, and so then she canceled the day of, and said, like a couple hours before, and said, like we had a family fiasco, and this, this lady's like in her 60s probably, maybe late 50s, early 60s, so a family fiasco, like I was like, okay, respect your business, that's fine, um, and then we were scheduled for the next week, and that was a couple days ago. And the morning of, she messaged me, and she was like, "Bryson, I have to, I have to cancel again, um, because my, f- like, my friend's dad died or something like that. I have to go help her with that." And I was like, "Lady, I didn't say this, but in my mind, it was like, Lady, our appointment is at eleven o'clock to meet. Can it's gonna take ten minutes out of the entire day? Like, I totally understand. I totally feel bad for her friend's dad or whatever." I totally think that it's a fantastic thing she wants to go help him. But can 10 minutes from 11 to 11.10, is that not a time where we can block off in the entire day? Somebody you've scheduled before, canceled within hours, and then th- three or four hours, but it was like 7.30 she texted me, and I was supposed to be there at 11. Th- like three or four hours before, you just canceled again that morning? And then, so I didn't respond because I was uh, asleep. Um and so she texted me again. She's again, she, if you don't text her back in three minutes, she'll text you again. She's like, just come by for the quote and you don't have to meet with me. Just give me a quote on the stuff. It's like, that's what I want to do in the first place, but okay. Um, so I did. And then that's what the whole 31 messages thing went on the next day. So in addition to that, I think wrapping up that point, make sure you're charging people for the amount of time you're communicating with them. Uh, cause I think that often gets overlooked. The amount of hours you put in at home often gets overlooked, uh, by the customer. And you're like, Oh, well he was only on my property for two hours and the leaf cleanup was 185 bucks or that's 90 something bucks an hour. It was like, no, we talked, you messaged me 31 times. Like you're going to take that into consideration. when We're doing the leaf cleanup, uh, and all, all future things as well. So then, um, I, I, I'm very fed up with this lady as far as like the amount of messages. She's she's great. She's awesome. She just wants to be in communication all the time, which is a little bit. And I totally understand. Like you have to create customer service, but at some point, 
we're going to make it worth it for us to have great customer service. We're going to be more expensive if because she's dropping her other company because she loves our customer service so much and she doesn't like theirs. So we're going to be more expensive than them because the customer service, for that to be that top-notch, you're going to have to pay more if you're going to message us 31 times in 30 minutes. So in addition to that, I got to the property today. Or I was like driving there. I was close. And she's like, hey, when you guys come this morning, can you guys uh, blow our, like get the leaves in the part of the lawn that's not mine but my neighbor's, which is also my customer, but she's just snow. Her, she's very old. Her husband died a couple weeks ago. Um, a little bit of a rough situation of just like not being able to pay bills. Like basically her husband did everything and then she's she's in a little bit of a, a panic mode of like not being able to figure stuff out. The cut the, the neighbor of this lady is. Um, and she's also my customer. <clears throat> but uh, she's like, hey, can you get, uh, we'll, we'll call her Miss Jones. Uh, that's not her name, but we'll call her Miss Jones. We'll say, hey, can you get part the, uh, the part of the lawn that's Miss Jones's lawn? Uh, she can't pick them up herself. And the whole time I'm wondering like, well, I've seen the property. The part of the lawn we're talking about is like 40 square feet. And the rest of the property doesn't have a leaf cleanup. And so, and I've had customers where they're like, hey, can you get, because like a lot of a lot of lawns will be split down the middle or whatever, or like two thirds, one third, or three fourths, one fourth, or whatever. And like part of it's one customer's property, part of it's the others. And so a lot of people will be like, hey, can you go get that one fifth over there that's uh, not my property, but it's the neighbor's property because the leaves are just going to blow back over. And my honest response to that is, if we've got time, sure. And I just end up saying we didn't have time because that's I'm not doing free labor. Um, and then I say, or we can add that on because like when we came for the quote, if she was like, hey, quote me for the entire section of the lawn, including my neighbor's lawn as well, that's fine. We're totally willing to do that. What we're not going to do is come quote you for the three-fourths of the lawn that's yours and then also do the one-fourth that's your neighbor's when we only quoted for the three-fourths because that's doing, again, free labor. In this specific instance... I did end up letting up because it was like literally 40 square feet. It took me maybe all of an extra 10 minutes to like get it blown off because it was wet again. It took a while um, to get it blown off and then into the pile. It took me all of 10 minutes, maybe. However, the only reason I did that is because I know this other lady uh, is going through a very tough time. Uh, and typically I'm very apathetic to like, oh, the leaves are going to blow back in our lawn. Uh... But this specific time, it was like, okay, well, your husband died three weeks ago. Like, I knew about when it happened. Totally get it. Like, lifelong friend, you're 85 years old. Uh, totally get the tough time. So I was like, sure, whatever. Let's just. And I also, this cut, this lady's like uh, one of the next door warriors where she just posts like almost every single day on there about something or some issue, some topic, whatever, some company. And so making her happy, the, the one who called me, like, texted me a million times, making her happy is a little bit crucial. <clears throat> um, to not uh, be blown up on next door, but also she could blow you up in a good way uh, by, I guess, posting about you. So I uh, just want to scratch that itch. I, th I think that really her motive was, hey, I don't want the leaves to blow back into my lawn, but I wasn't going to challenge that on property of like, oh, well, you just wanted none of the leaves black into your lawn. I was like, whatever, it's fine, whatever. It's it, okay. Um, so she asked for that, and then I can't remember what else it was. Um, oh, yeah, she was like, this, this area behind this fence is also ours if you could get that. But the fence is like five feet high. And it's like one of those fences where it's like a post and then like posts running 
uh, horizontal along it, and then there's like mesh in between. Uh, but it's not like a it's not like an unsturdy wooden post. They're pretty sturdy because it's like fake like wood. I don't even know what it is. Like some sort of plastic wood or something like that. Um, but it's like four or five feet high, and I'm like, well, I'm not just gonna climb the uh i'm just gonna climb the fence and so i kind of uh ignored that one and left <laughs> because uh she was like oh can you also get that and so there was no way to get back to that fence there's no gate i forgot to mention that there's no gate and so i'm not gonna climb that and so i took care of everything that was mentioned in the estimate i took care of the extra thing i up and left and thankfully she messaged me and it was one of those things where it was like okay she's either gonna be super mad or like kind of mad or very happy and she ended up being super happy so Kept her happy for another day. Uh, we'll see how long that customer uh, lasts just because I, if she's not willing to pay the extra that it's going to take to be able to put up with her messaging us all the time because great customer service is awesome. But you're not going to get great customer service from um, the chuck in a truck dude who's charging $20 to mow your lawn or 50 bucks to do a leaf cleanup. You're not going to get the customer service from that because you're not paying him for his time. The reason we're more expensive is because you're not only getting a great product but also great customer service however there's almost like a built-in level of customer service that you get when you're paying the 60 bucks an hour 70 bucks an hour 80 bucks an hour 90 bucks an hour whatever depending on where you live at what what price just whatever there's a certain kind of level of customer service and if you want a more level of customer service that's not like a package that you're going to get that's like a oh your service provider is just going to start charging you more because they're taking 30 minutes to message you every other week so i guess that's that's my two cents on that um that's really all i have for today's topic we're already at almost 30 minutes that's probably one of the longer episodes i've recorded since uh john stopped the podcast it was it's easier to um riff off two person two people two persons two people um whenever there's a podcast going so that's why those podcasts end up being like 45 minutes long is because i wasn't talking for 30 minutes straight so the, the couple of the most recent episodes have been a lot shorter there's even one that's like 11 minutes or something like that um but i think this one i just had more to talk about again i'm going to try to find some people to interview that may happen that may not happen at all we'll see uh but other, other than that i don't really think i have anything else to talk about so i really appreciate you guys if you guys have listened this far you guys are uh, awesome and i appreciate you guys and we will see you guys next time